This is Katie Tangen with Ag Country Farm Credit Service. We're just going to do a recap of the April WASDE numbers and how it relates to livestock. In the past, we haven't done a lot of livestock commentary because there is a lot of different things that go into that. We can get really long really quick, but in light of the circumstances, I think we are going to do a few updates here and see how it goes. I'm going to try to keep the update as, as simple as we can so we stay out of the weeds and give a summary of the projected change in price for the next few months. Just to look at what's happened in these markets over the past month, month and a half, coronavirus and its quick arrival didn't alter the number of animals that were available to be processed. I mean, that, that number was pretty well set in February as it was in March. So the sheer number of available animals, at least for this report, is pretty much unchanged. Going forward, that very well could see a lot of variance, but this is the first report where we have where we have the initial impact. What has changed is the eating habits and to some extent the stockpiling of food that people wanted as they went under stay-at-home orders. Previous to this, about 50% of the U.S. ate out regularly, and that is a different food supply chain. It's not easy to flip the switch from food supply and food service to retail at the grocery stores so there is a lot of pain as things flip over it's different cuts different packaging different transportation if you want a, an instance the 50 percent lean trim was the number one selling beef product in the u.s before this it was the main ingredient in fast food hamburgers people eating at home typically aren't going to eat 50 percent lean trim they're going to eat 80 or 90 percent lean so it's a different process different product different packaging Food service is also more focused on higher end, more expensive cuts. That's not necessarily the same kind of product that people are going to choose to stockpile. If you're going to go out and you're going to buy a lot of food because you want to put it in the freezer, you're typically not going to buy you know, high-priced steaks, ribs, some of those primal cuts. It's just not the way it's going to flow through the system. So same kind of thing with bacon. A lot of the nation's bacon was consumed in a food service setting. People love bacon, but they don't usually stockpile it. So some plants are actually going to have to start, well, they already have started sending bellies onto rendering plants. We have just a total switch in how the processing industry is handling things. And that's causing a lot of issues when you look at backups, you know, back to feedlots, back to barns, how many we can process. We're filling up freezer space in some areas and leaving it empty in others. It's just very painful in a lot of different ways. As of late, you have seen weights for steers and hogs fall, and that seems a little bit counterintuitive. But the lack of profitability and concerns about getting animals processed in case we have a plant shut down has really pulled animals ahead. Now we are starting to see some slowdowns. First, it was a JBS plant in Pennsylvania. Two, more locally anyway, processors in Iowa have gone dark due to a corona outbreak, specifically Columbus Junction, Iowa. That was about 10,000 head a day plant for hogs. Smithfield plant in Sioux Falls is gonna go on a three day shutdown for deep cleaning after they had an outbreak. JBS in Greeley in Grand Island, Nebraska, those are beef plants. Those are operating at 50%. IVP has two plants down at 50% with the rest of them just at 60% of capacity. So we started out, the weights have fallen. I do think over the next two months, you're gonna see those weights creep up not even creep, we may see a big jump here in the next few weeks uh, because the kill numbers for mid-April 
are down substantially. That is not reflected in the April WASDE report. Those are just numbers through the end of March. So we have a lot going on. I think pork as a total value of product is probably going to be hurt the worst of the meat segments. And that's going to be reflected a little bit in the numbers that USDA put out on April 9th. So just to give you an idea of where things are at, what USDA is looking for is steers. In 2019, they're estimating an average cash price of 116.78. Their estimate for 2020 is 111.08 a hundredweight, and that's down $3.17 from their estimate in March. Hogs, 2019, USDA is saying that average cash price would be 47.95 a hundredweight. And remember, this is not the lean weight. This is this is the hog. Uh, 2020 estimate, $40.13 a hundredweight. That is down $7.62 from what USDA estimated back in March. Broilers, uh, 2019 estimating 88.6 cents a pound. Their 2020 estimate is 73.9 cents a pound, and that's a drop of just short of 9 cents from March. Turkeys, a little bit more of a bright spot. 2019 estimate was 89.2 cents a pound. 2020 estimate is actually a dollar one a pound, and that's up just over three cents from what USDA was speculating in March. So I, I know there's a lot going on, and just like I said, because we're kind of on a time constraint with these, I wanted to put those reasons out there. If you have something specific, please you know contact your loan officer, and we'll we'll see what we can get out to you in terms of information. But Dairy, that's the second part of this. The summary for the, the meat section, a lot of that same information is going to apply to dairy in terms of shifting of supply lines. There is not a good way for dairies to store milk like grain markers have for grain, right? It's a, it's a perishable food product. It doesn't freeze as well in a lot of cases it, like we see in the meats. So once processed, it has a shelf life, but you still have to get to that point. Cancellation by schools, restaurants... That was a big outlet for the fluid market. And on the really basic look at it for dairy producers, and this isn't isn't really a shock, but they've come off some rough years and they have less equity to work with as well. So we're seeing more pain in that industry quicker. USDA is expecting exports to decline. I have heard talk the government is going to step in as a buyer of some of these dairy products for the food support programs. I don't have any solid numbers on that right now. I know a lot of people are concerned because Europe's attempt to do the same thing a few years ago resulted in a big prolonged issue on the global market, and that makes people leery. I don't know that we're going to see something to that extent right now. The impact and the lack of storability on milk, it does have a big initial impact on demand. I think if you want some good news on this, the ability for the market to turn itself around once we resume, you know, leaving home and going out is going to be a lot quicker than what we see in the meat because they'll have a backlog to work with and there still will be in dairy but it's just going to be a little bit quicker of a turn there's going to be some longer lasting impacts to that industry that i'm not going to talk about here due to space uh, but again if anyone has questions please please send them to myself or rob Froning or your loan officer but just wanted to put some of those price projections out there from usda for for cheese the 2019 estimate was a dollar 76 a pound on cheese for 2020 is going to be $1.38. That's a $0.38 cent drop from what they projected in March. Butter price per pound in 2019 was $2.24. Their 2020 estimate is $1.43. That is a $0.41 cent drop from what USDA looked at in March. 
Nonfat dry milk, $1.04 a pound in 2019. That drops back to $0.96 cents a pound in the 2020 estimate, and that's down $0.22 cents from March. Dry whey, $0.38 cents in 2019. That drops back to $0.35 cents in 2020 and just a penny different from March. And then we move to the fluid classes. So class three, 2019 average sixteen ninety six a hundred weight. The 2020 estimate is $12.75. That's down $3.90 from the March estimate. Class four, 2019, we had $16.30 a hundred weight. That drops back to $12.15, down $3.60. And all classes of milk, 2019 averaged $18.60. 2020 drops back to $14.35. That is down $3.90 from March. I know there's been a lot of discussion as well about whether or not the USDA will reopen the DMC enrollment. That cannot be done through a rule. That would have to be done through congressional legislation. There's a lot of questions on whether or not that would follow, you know, actuarially sound practices because that is part of the rule. Now, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I am saying if it does, it will be a long process and it will probably be in some altered form. I would expect that some of that $9.5 billion that was passed as part of the CARES Act is going to address this situation a lot sooner than opening up enrollment for DMC. And that's, that applies to livestock as well. That would be hogs. We believe beef will be included in some form. I don't know how. They are expected to have more details on that program in the week of April 12th. So we'll put more on, on that as soon as we are available. But again, any questions, livestock situations tend to be a little bit more unique. So please just send them to your loan officers or find myself or Rob and, and we'll see what we can help with. Uh, thank you for visiting www.acountry.com and we hope you'll be back again next week to see some of those updates.